Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Michael Reed on LMFM. Good morning. It's Monday, September the 16th, 2019. I'm Orla Carmody sitting in for Michael Reed. Delighted to have your company on today's program. In the beef crisis agreement reached after marathon weekend talks, but independent farmers still not convinced. The latest on the proposed Mornington to draw to Greenway. iPads in schools is expensive technology putting a burden on parents. An independent agency to enforce child maintenance. And as the doll gets back to business after the summer recess, speculation on the general election and who will lead the next government. But first, the long-awaited construction of the €30 million Euro RD bypass has stalled again with the news that Transport Infrastructure Ireland, or TII, needs more information. The TII and the CEO of Louth County Council are to appear before the Oireachtas Transport Committee this Wednesday to discuss the review that has been requested by TII on the bypass project. Local TD Fergus O'Dowd is the chairperson of the Transport, Tourism and Sport Oireachtas Committee and he joins us now. Good morning. Good morning, Orla. Thanks for having me Thank you for joining us indeed. So what is going wrong? Obviously, this is long awaited, the bypass. It's desperately needed. We know the traffic builds up in RD uh, very considerably. And here we are with another holdback. What's happening? Well, we don't know. And that's why I've asked both the County Council and Transport Infrastructure Ireland, who are the national body who provide the funding and other issues for the road, to come in uh, on Wednesday to talk about it. And Dolores Minogue, the local chairperson of the Municipal Council, will also be attending. Uh, there's 4.73 kilometres in the road. There are two bridges. It will cost at least £34 million, and it's been going on since at least 2001. £6 million has been spent this year, and we're out, Dolores and myself are out looking at the actual works, the, the clearance works that are ongoing right now. So everybody is ready. The job is ready to go to tender. It's ready. Uh, and now we have a letter from TII. Uh, I got correspondence from them uh, saying that uh, given the amount of correspondence they have received and issues raised by local residents and others, um, this is the important point. TII have requested Loud County Council to review the scheme to consider and address the technical and environmental issues up front in the interest of the residents and the taxpayer. It will be carried out as quickly as possible, but it will result in a delay. But so I'm very concerned this, about yeah, that Why delay. has this suddenly come up? And I know obviously know. Yeah. you're the chair of the Oireachtas Committee <coughs> yes. and you're also here representing local people, so it kind of puts you in, in the middle of it. Of course, But at the yeah. same time, we need to look at what's happening. Obviously, 
obviously last June we heard that the proposed route was being fenced off, that yes. work was going to commence imminently, it was going to happen, yes, yeah. and suddenly we have this delay. I mean, what, what are they actually looking for? Well, we don't know. And uh, I've asked them, in fact, in my letter to Sean O'Neill, who is, who is a representative of Transport Infrastructure Ireland, I asked specifically for a commitment in relation to the timeline. I asked, can I give an urgent and immediate clarification regarding the capital commitment, which I got about the money being kept and being there. So the money is there. There's no no, danger of that going elsewhere. Well, what they actually say, they current, TII currently have the funding for this scheme in our funding profiles and that will remain the case. But they didn't give me any commitment on the time, what the delay is, why the delay is there. As I understand the residents out, uh, out, out near where this road is to go, that, that, that they have had constructive and a good engagement with the county council in a way and a manner that wouldn't delay the scheme because if there has to be new compulsory purchase made, it would delay the scheme for up to 18 months, which nobody wants. The second thing I'm concerned about is the environmental issues. Just sorry to cut across to you, um, Ferguson Dowd, but we were Mm. convinced that all of that work had been done, the CPOs were finished, the route was agreed, it should have been at that point. So so it is a very serious issue and that's why it's a national issue because this is part of our national development roads plan. This must go ahead. There's also uncertainty politically in that both Fianna Fáil in the name of uh, Timmy Dooley, uh, spokesperson on transport nationally, has said that he's looking again at the roads programme and obviously the Green Party are saying that they're going to basically look again at our at the roads in our national development plan. So the environmental issues obviously are a pro- a prominent in their minds and in mine. But if you look but at it... They ta- should have been dealt with prior yeah, but to they ha- I believe they have been dealt with. I mean, this has been going on since 2001. But there are huge issues about the, if the Greens or Fianna Fáil were in fact to stop this road, uh, it would mean that the people of RD would suffer greatly in terms of their health. The, 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 the fact that there are something like up to 20 trucks an hour uh, you know, in the Kells Road in RD parading through that town uh, fumes uh, all over the place. I mean, that's not acceptable. And nobody wants to um, undermine the significance of, of environmental issues. But as you say, there was a time for that a number of years ago. Yes, Tell yeah. me about the, the, the residents of Towns Park and Mullins Town Road specifically, because they apparently have still got some concerns about the road being bypassed or maybe an extinguished yes, yeah. section of road. There's some issue there regarding the cul-de-sacs. What's happening there? There is. Yeah. Well, I spoke to uh, one of the residents this morning who represents them. I'll just give his first name, Fergus, his name. And he told me they've had very constructive engagement with the County Council and that any proposals which they are in favour of and they have discussed with the County Council will not uh, involve a new compulsory purchase order or new legal actions, you know, in terms of due process, which would delay the scheme. So in other words, what they're saying is that there's nothing that they think needs to happen now that will delay this scheme on Julie. And yet they still have concerns they want to discuss. Well, uh, well, they, they say they have discussed them, but I can't speak for them. Okay. Uh, but they will be, they told me they will be at the meeting on Wednesday. And are there any welcome. underpasses as part of the scheme to the kind problem. of deal with this area? Yes, well, there is an under, there was an underpass proposed, but this is where the environmental issue came in. It's, it's, very, it's subject to very severe flooding. Uh, and that is an issue because part of the RD bog is part of this area. And the environmental issues, and indeed if there were 
were to have an underpass, it would flood uh, frequently and that wouldn't be acceptable. So this is not a solution for these particular residents and I presume bridges <coughs> or alternatives were looked at as well? Yeah, what they've looked at, I think the, the two things they're talking about, uh, one of them is a staggered junction and the other is a roundabout. Uh, that's in their discussions with the County Council. Uh, so like, I, I'm not clear exactly where those discussions are, but what I am clear on is that this road must proceed and I'm happy to what the residents tell me that there's nothing in this uh, th- that that will cause unnecessary delay. So why is it being paused? That's one word. The other word is that this will result in a delay. I've asked them for the length of time involved and I haven't got that answer. Can I give? Can I be given clarification with the expected time delay and uh, to ensure that all possible steps to mitigate any such time delays so the construction proceeds as quickly as possible? So the meeting on Wednesday is to ask that question and to get an answer to it. And if we get the answer, you know, if it's positive, well, then this has been worthwhile. If, it, if the answer is they can't tell us, well, then this project, I believe, Regrettably, you know, could be delayed. Will attend the meeting on Wednesday. Well, we have the 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 Loud County Council and Transport Infrastructure, and they're the people nationally who deal with. They will both be there, and I've asked the chairperson of the local municipal council, Councillor Loris Minogue, and also the Chamber of Commerce to attend to give their view in terms of how the people are affected and how the local economy will be affected if it doesn't go ahead. Now, you mentioned there the Chambers of Commerce. Obviously, uh, the business community would they be very supportive of this? Oh, very definitely, yeah. On their business, yeah. Yeah, because if you go through the town of RD any day, like the, the traffic is chock block is coming from the west going north. So all of that stream is constant, it's frequent. You have over uh, 1,700 st- uh, students, school students in RD every day. And you can imagine with all these lorries and all those uh, children converging at the same time, all the cars, all the back. All the you know, people people are very angry. Will be very angry if this doesn't go ahead. And I think the political point is important to make. And I know that uh, Deputy Brownock is in favour of this, and I want, want to say that very clearly that he is. But does the national issue uh, about our roads and our transport? And I think it's important, uh, you know, th- that all of us speak up with one voice in County Loud. We want the RD by- bypass, and we want it now. All right. Uh, just moving on then, um, uh, Fergus Adowd, to uh, the meeting uh, uh, this afternoon between the uh, President of the EU Commission, uh, Jan-Claude Juncker, and uh, the British Prime Minister, uh, Boris Johnson, for lunch today. Obviously, uh, the withdrawal agreement without the backstop is on the table, um, although it is being speculated that the backstop is inching closer. What do you think will happen at the, the, the meeting this afternoon? I know it's only speculation, but sure. in terms of how... Of course, well, I hope it's successful. It's the only meeting they're going to have before the the crunch meeting in October when they are when according to Boris he's going to walk away so it's hugely important it is clear from the media uh, and listening to other people talking that there are obviously ongoing significant contacts debates discussions and if they work it's the job of politicians uh, north and south and in England and in Europe to make this work if they can Britain are going that's clear Uh, but we can't have the chaos that they're talking about so anything that improves the possibility of a positive outcome for our economy, north and south, for our peace process is very welcome. So, like, I won't second guess what Boris is going to do, whether he's going to burst out of his chains. Nobody can second man. guess, that's for sure. But, but I'll tell you, he's, he, he doesn't impress me anyway, at all. But obviously, when we're talking about um, a backstop, as we said, this speculation of an inching closer, you kind of wonder, is it wishful thinking because this is so important to us? Or do we see any sign? 
signs of any kind of give coming, do you think? Well, there seems to be, uh, obviously, reading the tea leaves of coming from the DUP, I mean, Geoffrey Donaldson is very clear on wanting a solution. You see, because everybody that lives and works in this island know that we're all going to lose jobs if a hard Brexit happens. We're still going to lose jobs even in a soft Brexit. So what's important is we keep as many jobs as we can, keep the economy going, our agriculture, our rural tourism, our border counties, our peace process. Everybody knows whether you're DUP, Sinn Féin or whatever. You know that this is in trouble. So we've got to make sure that, that, that it mitigates as little as possible. And that means a soft Brexit. It means a deal to be done. Or it means, you know, if needs be, if, if there's no pleasing Boris, then it's up to the British Parliament to put a new Prime Minister in place if they can. Or alternatively, you know, to go for a second election. And I was in England at the weekend and there are all the issues. But people are really fed up with this carry on. And people elect politicians to find solutions, you know, not to wave flags. We've got to get a solution. And I believe, I believe there is movement, but whether it's enough or not, I don't know. Now, obviously, we said at the top of the programme that the doll recess is finishing tomorrow and you're, you're all back in business. And there was a lot of speculation over the weekend regarding this uh, Red Sea poll and that uh, Fianna Fáil have gained some ground and <coughs> they're up at a, a one percentage point behind Fine Gael. They're snapping yeah. at your heels. Will oh, that be <laughs> the order of business when you go back tomorrow? Well, I think we'd bark back as well. We'd bark back. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you, look, I think people, what I like about the poll is that the, the middle ground parties are, are gaining because the economy is improving I mean there are more people working now today than ever before in this country ever so that's a huge plus obviously we have problems with housing we have problems with health we have some issues here now with transport uh, and obviously we, we have the green agenda to deal with effectively as well so like in, you know these are all very very important but I, I think that people are thinking more in the long term than in the short term and the future I believe in our, of you know, I, th- I believe our party, our leader, Leo Varadkar, is doing an excellent job. I know a lot of people out there would be texting now, agreeing with me, and maybe not. But that's, I think, I don't want the extremes. I don't want the extreme left or the extreme right. I'm concerned about what's happening in Luke de Lord. I think it's wrong that, um, you know, I, I value diversity. I value people from Africa, from all countries coming to work here. And I think that's a hugely important issue to support. And I think that, uh, I, you know, I, I'm just very concerned at that to me is unacceptable uh, that people are not welcome or that communities will res- respond in the way that Indeed, they do. Indeed, it's not the Ireland we, we, we want to be a part of. But finally, on, on the, the issue of, of Fianna Fáil snapping at your heels, it was speculated over the weekend that a general election won't be called, that the conference and supply agreement will go on to allow you long enough to deal with the winter and the housing crisis and the trolley the trolley sure. crisis and leave you there so that the, uh, Fianna Fáil can actually gain even further by the time the general election Well, that, that's one way of looking at it, but the other way, and I'm not talking to you personally, is looking at the facts and saying the Lord's Hospital, uh, they've turned around all that trolley weight, they, they've transformed our health, there's huge investment in health, in Drogheda, there's five new theatres opening early next year, there are new wards. So you're proud of the local um, effort, if not the national effort? Well, I'm, I'm very proud of the local effort. Housing, we're building, we're building we built 20,000 houses last year, it'll be at least 25 this year. It is a serious problem, it's not going to go away because we have to build those houses. Our Get them, get other people, you know, to, to 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 rent them out, and that's a huge problem as well. All right, Deputy Ferguson Dowd, thank you for joining us for today. That's where we will leave it. We'll take a quick break. Michael, Michael Reed on, on LMFM. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.